1: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So those of you who've been listeners to my podcast for a long time know about one of my best sources ever, uh, the 279er. 279er, at uh, law enforcement insider, has been the greatest source in the history of humankind on the collusion hoax, Spygate case, and the impeachment hoax when they impeached Trump over a perfectly legitimate call with Ukraine. I've got a significant update on that because he brought up a great point to me last night that I covered in my book, Follow the Money. Why is the Ukraine portion of this gone away? Do you notice that? Don't you guys find that weird? All they keep Hmm. talking about is Hunter Biden now and China. China, China. You notice that? You notice the whole Ukraine angle disappeared? Why is that? Why, why, Why is that? Kind of weird, right? That's how the whole thing started. Hunter Biden's deal in Ukraine. Very interesting component to that. I got a ton of material today, including why can't they just leave the kids alone? Hey, teacher, leave those kids alone. I mean, seriously, why can't they just leave them alone? Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show on this Friday. They are now tripling down on attacking our kids. I got that. Um, Also, it's not about politics anymore, as I'll cover on my Fox show this weekend. This is about dealing with pure evil now and also a bit of comedy relief today. Watch Brian Stelter get wrecked by a college student. It's kind of hilarious. The coffee boy doesn't know what to do. He's like, hey, can we take a lunch?
0: All right,
1: Joe, it's Friday, so let's go, Daddy. Yep. It's Friday! Yeah, it sure yeah. is. Yes, sir. Very, yes, sir. Very, I don't know. I'm very excited about this Friday. I don't know why it's nothing special. Yeah. Um, I'm just very, very excited about this. We've packed a lot into that. Intro, yes. By the way. I'm looking at the clock on two minutes and 40 seconds. Bang, bang, bang. Let's get right to it. I will get to that Ukraine, sir. Do not go anywhere. It is super important you understand why every conversation about Hunter Biden now in the media is about Hunter Biden in China, China which is a serious topic. But did you notice the Ukraine thing took a backseat? That is for a very specific reason. Let me get to this first. They're now tripling down uh, the Democrats. I did a locals post about this this morning out of my back deck. If you're not a subscriber to my locals, check it out. It's pretty cool. I do these two-minute snippets every day in the Dan Bongino reality show. And I said to myself, is this really the hill they're going to die on, Joe? Is this it? They're going into a critical midterm election where it appears by all measures I mean, we you know, there's no way to prove it hasn't happened yet, right? We're living in the now, right? Mm -hmm. But it appears by all measures they are going to get annihilated. I mean annihilated. Like they're going to lose seats in Congress and potentially Senate seats that were never even considered remotely in play before. The Democrats are about to get crushed. So you would think they'd say to themselves, hey, we better reevaluate now. But as I told you, until you accept the fact that the Democrats will do nothing to change their trajectory right now. They are radical lunatics until we impose real material losses on them. Loss of status, loss of money, loss of position. Nothing's going to change. They are now tripling down, going into the election and running on genital mutilation for kids, hormone therapy for preteens and children, and teaching kids sexually totally inappropriate topics for their age as low as kindergarten. This is, this is, this is, they're, they're not kidding. They are not kidding. They, this is, call Rove's on now on Fox t- talking about how bad this is going to be for them. Do not. I mean, guys, isn't the golden rule of elections? Don't piss off mama bear. You don't piss off the country's moms. You just don't. They can't get enough. Here. Here's Saki yesterday, doubling down. Notice the language too. Genital mutilation is gender affirming care. You know, hormone therapy is medically appropriate interventions or something. Notice the euphemisms. For gender, gender, muti- uh, uh, genital mutilation, and and inappropriate sexual discussions for kids. Watch the euphemisms. They're really going to run on this. Check this out.
2: Alabama's lawmakers and other legislators who are contemplating these discriminatory discriminatory bills have been put on notice by the Department of Justice and the Department of Health and Human Services that laws and policies preventing care that healthcare professionals recommend for transgender minors may violate the Constitution and federal law. To be clear, every major medical association that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving. All of this begs an important question. What are these policies actually trying to solve for? LGBTQI plus people can't be erased or forced back into any closets, and kids across our nation should be allowed to be who they are.
1: You hear all the euphemisms? And fellas, don't worry, uh Doctors recommend that if your uh, your you're, uh, if your daughter's a tomboy, that, that don't consider the fact that it may be a stage you're going through. Definitely engage in gender mutilation and hormone therapy. That totally and don't worry, doctors said it. Doctors said they, these are the same doctors who told us to wear 72 masks outside. I'm just I'm just checking. They are really go they're going to I I can't believe it. I really, I know the party's dumb. Believe me, I've dealt with the Democrats. I get it that they're really dumb. They have no ability to put their fingertips on the pulse of America at all. But this is, I mean, this is new levels of stupid. I'll get to the Alabama law she's talking about in a minute, because states are moving forward with what happened in Florida now. They are getting crushed. Finally, the swampy GOP has been like, well, we can take political advantage of the culture wars for once. So now they're doing, not because it's right or wrong, just because there's political advantage in it. Here, this is the hill, baby. This is where they're going to die on it. Fox News, Houston Keene. New Jersey to require second graders learn about gender identity in the fall. Alarming parents. Gee, you think? New Jersey, they will not stop. I can't say this enough. New Jersey, a, a, a over an overwhelmingly Democratic state that by a sliver just won the last election for the governor's race, Phil Murphy, the Democrat, by a sliver. What would a sane party say, fellas? They'd say, ah, you know, listen, maybe it's time to dial this culture war stuff back. It's really not working out, attacking kids, keeping the kids out of school, sexualizing them. No, New Jersey doubling down. So Libs of TikTok put this out, another great account on uh, social media, on Twitter. And elsewhere. Apparently, New Jersey wants to provide reference materials for kids on sexuality because, you know, it's super important we teach kids sexuality, you know, reading, math, history, you know, that stuff, arithmetic. Gosh, why would you want that? Forget that. So here's one of the reference materials apparently uh, that may be, uh, may be included in reference material guidelines for elementary students. Uh, according to Libs at TikTok, this is a maze. Here's a series of videos that New Jersey kids uh, maybe included in their reference file. They check this out. It's totally, uh, totally appropriate. You'll notice, by the way, in this language, watch how they use cartoons to normalize sexual kind of th- things that are totally inappropriate for kids. I want you to watch this. This is what your kids could be, could be viewing. This is the hill they want to die on. Check this out.
2: Is it normal to watch porn?
0: Hashtag Ask a maze.
2: Yes, it's normal. Lots of people watch porn. After all, it's right there, and it's free. And anyway, many people are curious about this sex stuff. But, and it's a big but. Remember, porn is not real. It's just a fantasy, like, uh, like superheroes movies.
1: Man. Folks, that's actually one of the, oh, you, you've already seen this. So. Yeah, it still pisses ah. me off. I, I I I I understand. I get it, my friend. I get it. That is the least offensive of the videos, because I'm trying to keep this relatively family friendly. By the way, watch the video if you're listening to my audio podcast. Just watch the video, and it's a big butt. There's actually a diagram of a big butt, just so they can make sure they cartoonize sex to make it seem like it's some kind of great fun thing for kids for kids this is the hill they're gonna die on folks disney's gonna die on that hill too here's a ceo of disney with a hostage video yesterday suggesting man that, despite the fact that they're gonna start uh, sexualizing kids in cartoons and what used to be family-friendly content not sex-friendly content. Here's the Disney CEO, Bob Chapek. Again, you think this company, after the outcry, the boycotts, and the fact that Disney people are, former Disney people are canceling Disney Plus because of their disgusting, filthy behavior. Here he is doubling down saying, you know what? I don't think we've really done enough. I think we have to introduce more sexualized content for kids. Check this out.
2: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today.
1: I really appreciate you taking time out of your day for this very important session. By now, I hope you've all read my most recent note, in which I
2: pledged to be a better ally for the LGBTQ plus community. Apologize
1: for not being the ally that you needed me to be and committed to ensuring that our company lives up to its values. It's not enough. I mean, they, 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 they've just did a Zoom all hands on deck meeting where Christopher Rufo got a hold of it, where you have people on the inside of the company leaked footage claiming that they slip queerness into everything and people at the company don't stop them and he's he's apologizing that he hasn't done enough the ceo folks please remember until you impose real material losses nothing will change there is zero excuse right now for any person in America who loves their kids to have a disney plus account or support any of their products. Zero. They're free. They are a free company. I do not recommend they be canceled off social media. Anyway, they are free to run their business the way they want. As Bob Chapek is, they want to sexualize kids and they want to cater to sexualized interest groups and other that that say, "Okay, you do what you want." There's nothing illegal about it. But there is something wrong with us morally if we're going to consider to, if we're going to continue to finance this garbage. By the way, here's what Saki was talking about when she was upset about other states following suit with Florida's parental rights bill to prevent the sexualizing of kids. Newsmax has a piece. It'll be in my newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter, if you want to check it out. More states follow Florida and introduce parental rights bills. Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, Arizona. I saw something even about Rhode Island, which is a blue state. Folks, it's catching on. Even the swampy Republicans are starting to figure out that defending kids and defending parents is a political winner. We knew it was a moral winner a long time ago. Now it took them kicking and screaming. We had to drag them along. Folks, it's going to be a bloodbath for the Democrats coming up in 2022. I am not in the predictions game. I hate predictions because by nature, they can fall apart on you. But the warning signs are everywhere. Uh, Cortez Masto in the Senate race in real trouble um, out there. You know, the, the, a, a Democrat in a blue state. I mean, there are congressional seats, Maryland District 6. I ran in, which could go Republican for the first time ever under its new under its new uh, uh, perimeter. Look at this one last night. I'm a New Yorker. I grew up in New York. I know Nassau, Suffolk County and uh, Queens and the five boroughs. Well, folks, Nassau County, which is right outside of the city. Right, It's to the east of Queens as you go out in the Long Island Expressway in the northern state. Nassau County is a Democrat-leaning county that's been trending more Democrat over the years. GOP, this is their photo. Victory alert. Assemblyman Ari Brown. He's the Republican. He won the seat last night, ladies and gentlemen, by a nearly two-to-one margin in a district where Democrats outnumber Republicans. Real, real Material losses. We will impose upon them loss of status, loss of position, and for Disney, loss of funds. And we will do it the right way, unlike them. Then things will start to change. They have to change, folks, because this isn't about politics anymore. This is about battling pure evil now. Not all of them. I don't want to do to Democrats again what they do to us, but there is a significant swath portion of the Democrat Party, that their actions are not explainable by anything else other than pure, unadulterated evil anymore. I'm going to cover this on my Fox show this weekend, tomorrow night at nine o'clock. I'm going right for it. We're not pulling any punches anymore. What we're dealing with now is evil. It's not political differences. It is evil. Sexualizing kids, adult medical treatments introduced into preteen and children environments genital mutilation, teaching them about porn, sexually indoctrinating second graders. Here's another one. Lila Rose, who is a fantastic human being and an activist to defend human life, was on Tucker last night. Have you heard about this case? Probably haven't. It's been largely ignored by the mainstream media. There was a DC abortionist who was under investigation for allegations of basically infanticide. That viable human beings were were killed and thrown in medical waste buckets. Again, allegations. Everybody's entitled to defend themselves. I actually believe in the rule of law, but you haven't heard a lot about this story, have you? Lila Rose describes what happened and how the DC police, who you think would be investigating this, and the DC mayor, allegations of what appear to be infanticide. No, they don't seem to be interested in the case at all. Tell me how you could conceivably support this, support this without the explanation of evil existing in the world. Check this out.
0: It's devastating. And that's why these activists and live action and others are calling on DC police to investigate because these children could have been born outside the womb, uh, could have survived outside the womb. There may be federal laws that were violated here. Laws that prohibit partial birth abortion laws that prohibit leaving a born alive infant to die and Live Action's been investigating this abortion clinic in particular in D.C. that does these horrific late-term abortions. And we found the abortionist admitting on undercover camera that he would leave an infant to die in his facility if a, if a child was born alive. So the, this is happening in full sight of the authorities, and yet no action has been taken.
1: Tell me how that's explainable by anything other than the existence of pure, unadulterated evil. Tell me that's a, that's a political difference? One side argues we should be able to kill kids, and the other side argues we shouldn't. That's not a political difference, folks. That has nothing to do with. But may have. there may be political side effects of it. That's evil versus good. Plain and simple. Yet these are the hells they're going to die on. Sexualizing kids, late-term infanticide. This is what they're going to... This is the hell to die on, pun definitely intended. They're going to continue to poke you in the face. Working class Americans are openly mocking you now too. There was a fantastic piece by Freeman last night in the Wall Street Journal that shows you how again the double-barreled family-friendly middle finger they just continue to stick it in your face, praying you don't notice. Did you see this scam? He points out this. He's talking about how Kirsten Sinema, the Democrat from uh, senator from Arizona, could potentially save potentially save the Democrats. They're hoping you don't notice what happened with their uh, infrastructure bill and what happened with their proposed build back better plan. Here's the scam for working class Americans. You a working class American that lives in a red state. They note that that latest infrastructure bill. Do you know that the U.S. Department of Transportation. This is according to Politico, by the way, they cited in the piece. Said last year's bipartisan infrastructure bill will provide New Jersey with 834 million. Same state that wants to sexualize your kids for public transit. New York, New Jersey's award is the fourth largest, behind New York, California, and Illinois. California, Illinois, New Jersey yeah. get all the federal money. Joe, they have something in common, don't they? Yeah. Is there, so, can yeah. you pick it out? They, they, if you need some time, they're all I understand. Blue, man, they're blue, dude. They're all holy moly! Thank you. I. I'm stu- I'm shocked. So just to be clear, we all pay into this when our money gets confiscated for tax dollars that are pissed away and flushed down a toilet. It goes into the Treasury and the Treasury then passes an infrastructure bill, which allots the largest amount of money to Blue states. I'm sure it's just a major league Kawinki Dinkarooski, right? Now, make this is the same article by the way. So red states, working class Americans and red and purple states, you get the double barreled. We take your money and give it to Blue states. But second, here's the irony of it all. As the clown show Biden administration argues that they should tax the rich to take their money to give to blue states, they argue that blue state rich people should not have to pay the taxes that they get back in the form of red state money going to blue states. No, no way. That's not possible. I thought Biden was for taxing the rich. You'd be wrong. Biden is for taxing the rich that don't vote for him in red states. You would be wrong. Same piece. Brian Deese, director of the National Economic Council, said the president's proposal contained his priorities and would support other provisions like the state and local tax deduction if Congress insisted on including them. The House Democrats, get a load of this, and Biden said he would support this, are voting to lift the state and local tax deduction cap from ten dollars to $80,000. As the Wall Street Journal notes, think about this, folks. How many lower middle income workers do you know have state tax tax bills reaching $80,000? Democrats are even considering removing the limit, removing the limit entirely for at least some flyer for some filers. Are we picking this up? I'm I'm sorry. I, I you have to understand what's going on here. Really wealthy people in blue states have big tax bills. Why? Because they make a lot of money. The Democrats want to be sure you can deduct your massive tax bills in blue states so you pay less federal taxes. Dan, you mean Republicans? No, no, I mean Democrats. Folks, by the way, I just want to be clear. I am all for tax cuts, okay? Period. I'm Don't, don't send me emails. Dan, why are you complaining? I'm not complaining about it. I'm just telling you the other side is lying. We want to tax the rich. No, you don't. You only want to tax the rich that don't vote for you. The rich in blue states, you want to give a massive tax cut to. Stop bulking people. That's all I'm asking you. You're liars. You're liars. And then you want to do it while simultaneously sending red state, purple state money to blue states as a payoff for supporting you politically. The double-barreled middle finger to America. Sexualize your kids. Steal your money. Tax cuts for the politically connected. What a freaking scam. Here's another big problem on the horizon. Um, I'll get get to that in a a second. But there's a huge, huge problem brewing uh, brewing in the housing market too. Precisely because of what the Democrats and swampy Republicans did to spend this into an abyss. You have your nest egg locked up in home equity. Good luck. Good luck. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the world made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com
1: system. All right, getting back to this one, a, a big problem on the horizon I want you to be very, very concerned about. Another example about how Democrats, and to be fair, swampy Republicans too, spent us into an abyss. And just like this middle class assault that's going on with taking your money and sending it to blue states, this is going to hurt you too. A lot of Americans have their wealth their wealth, their, and their assets tied up in home equity. You bought your home 10 years ago, for many of you, for most of you, it's probably gone up uh, and appreciated quite a bit, which gives you equity. You're not really liquid until you sell the home, but it gives you equity, right? Ownership in that home. Folks, here's the problem. Zachary Halishak, Washington Examiner, read this story again in my newsletter today. Mortgage applications are now down 41% from last year as rates, interest rates soar. Let's just make this very simple. I don't want to get into an overly verbose economic segment. When we spend a lot of money, like Democrats and swampy Republicans not only have done, but continue to do as they spend us, we are now $30 trillion in debt. Our entire GDP is only a little bit above $20 trillion. We owe more money than the entire country produces in productive value in a year. We we owe the whole thing and then some. What happens? When you print more money, you get inflation because more money is chasing the same or fewer products, right? Inflation, prices go up. In order to shrink up the money supply to prevent inflation from getting out of control, the Federal Reserve has been forced to raise interest rates significantly for the first time in over a decade. Interest rates are what? The cost of money. You want to go borrow money, it has a cost. It's not free. The cost is the interest rate. You're going to pay the bank interest. As the Federal Reserve hikes interest rates, rates throughout the economy go up and up and up because a lot of them are tied to those Fed rates. Mortgages are going up. They were 3% a little while ago. They're now 4.75. They're probably going to be at 6 and 7 maybe over the next year, year and a half. Mark my words. Well, what's the problem with that? Ladies and gentlemen, people don't buy homes in cash largely. Some do, very rich people, but very few people. They use a mortgage. I'm sorry, but there are leftists listening. When you when you get a mortgage, what do you want to know? You want to know what the monthly payment is because that's how you budget your income. Well, at an interest rate of, say, 6 or 7% in contrast to 3.5%, your monthly payment on a $300,000, dollars loan is a whole lot higher. Meaning you can't afford the homes, you could even afford a year ago, even some of the homes are maybe the same price, because the interest rate is higher. You print money, interest rates go up, monthly payments go up, sales go down. Remember Milton Friedman's golden rule, right? All debts are paid, ladies and gentlemen, even the United States $30 trillion debt. All debts are paid, they are, yep. They're either paid by the debtor, the person who borrowed the money, who pays it back, Or the debts paid by the creditor, the person who lent you the money who never gets it back. They paid it. Oh, they paid it. They didn't intend to pay it, but they did. All debts are paid. And now you're paying it in the form of what are going to be higher monthly payments for homes and the loss of home equity as people who could afford your home drop out of the market now. Keep voting Democrat and swampy Republican. This is what you'll get. Uniparty drove you in this ditch. All right, been a little bit of a Debbie Downer so far. So or Danny Downer in this case, let's take a little bit of comic relief, one of these comic relief moments. Um, the coffee boy at CNN decided to go to a disinformation conference, Brian Stelter, which is quite hilarious because this guy, I would say outside of maybe Natasha Bertrand and a couple of New York Times people, they're maybe mad out. there. There are very few people who can compete with Brian Stelter for launching disinformation, misinformation, lies, hoaxes, and conspiracy theories into the veins of the American media market. Stelter is really at the top of that ladder. What is he? Is he at the silver now? Joy Reid is still the ghost. So he's at this, we have him ranked number two in the disinformation market. So the irony of him going to disinformation conferences and never addressing his role in most of this. Well, he got destroyed by a college student at this disinformation conference who asks him about all the hoaxes both him and his network have promoted. Watch this; this is glorious. Check this out.
2: My name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, my question is for Mr. Seltzer. Uh, you've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick salmon as a white supremacist and Yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation uh with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh apologists and cheerleaders for the regime. is it time to finally declare that the uh the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative? uh all the mistakes of the mainstream media and c n n in particular seem to magically all go in one direction are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it it's too bad it's time for lunch <laughs> uh, you have 30 uh, seconds no i mean right. there's a there's a clock that says 30 seconds but but i think my honest answer to you and i will I'll come over and talk in more detail after this is that i think you're describing a different channel than the one that i watch
1: i think you're describing. i just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know, please. I mean, seriously, it sets you get, get that monthly ready to go, man. I mean, my gosh, watching it, all those things happen. Sandman, the PP tape. But he's suggesting they didn't happen. It's a different channel. You understand how this is the Beavis and Butthead other kids theory? When Mister Anderson catches them screwing around, oh, that wasn't us. That was other kids. That literally happened. That you guy's a clown. But just showing you again how the market speaks. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, real material losses. Until you impose real material losses on the left, like they've learned to do to us, boycotting us, trying to get us fired, nothing will change. Look at this TechCrunch article. CNN Plus launch, maybe off to a bumpy start, number suggests. CNN Plus is the CNN's version of Fox Nation, it's their SVOD. SVOD stands for subscription video on demand. Now, Fox Nation's had a ton of success. I'm on Fox Nation. My radio show is, uh, uh, the live video broadcast is on every day from 12 to 3 on Fox Nation. They've had a ton of success. CNN Plus spent $100 million, according to this article, on marketing. And from what I read in the article, have less than at this point would appear to be 100,000 subscribers. Now, as Gee said this morning, he's like, how much do you think you spend on advertising? I'm, I'm like, what, in eight, eight, nine years? I go, I don't know, maybe less than a half a million. We have 2.25 million subscribers on Rumble alone. Alone. That doesn't count Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, all the platforms, this podcast, none of it. 2.25 million alone. Thanks to you, by the way. Thank you. Loyal audience you are. You're amazing. But this is why stuff continues to break bad for them. And they continue to get humiliated. And real material losses keep getting imposed upon them. Nobody trusts them. And it's not just CNN. It's the fact checker brigade, which is, it's it's just erupted into a total clown show at this point. It's now at the point where I assure you, if a fact checker tries to fact check an article, you can almost be sure the allegation is true which has the exact opposite effect of the fact checker. So the video the other day of Joe Biden walking around aimlessly at the White House looking clueless uh, appears to be looking for people, appears to be trying to get Barack Obama's attention. Uh, the You know, the left can't have those films out there. Those uh, excuse me, those those images out there and those videos out there. They can't have them out there because they're embarrassed that they supported a guy who constantly looks like people just don't respect him and looks lost. Uh, they just can't have it. So Rolling Stone, wasn't, weren't they, the, was that the Duke lacrosse people, of Rolling Stone, the same people, Rolling Stone, Ryan Bort. I mean, it's it, what more can you say? I mean, the, the guy had, the guy must have no dignity at all to put his name on this hilarious piece. So I read this headline. I'm like, wow, Fox News doctored clips of Obama's visit to the White House to make it seem like Biden was lost. Now, me and Guy and Joe pay very close attention. Joe's careful to note at times that it's edited only for time when when it would be any suspicions. But I pl- I played the video myself and I'm like, I know we didn't doctor it. I saw the whole video. Now, clips are edited for TV, radio, podcasts all the time, right, Joe? I mean, if you're playing a clip of a speech from Biden, yeah. you don't play the whole speech, right? We play the clip. I, I know this sounds dumb play and you're like, yeah. but uh, yeah, thank you. Like that's, that's just how... Everyone in the media, you don't play the, there's no time. You got an hour show. You want to hear what Biden said about the collusion pee hoax. You play the clip of the pee hoax. No one calls that doctored because it's not doctored. It's just edited for time. Here's the Rolling Stone headline. Fox News doctored clips of Obama's visit to the White House. They did? This is hilarious because then they admit in the piece that the clip's not doctored at all. Again, they expect their liberal idiot audience to believe they go, the only problem is that both clips were taken out of contact. You mean like every clip ever in the history of clips? You could say that about anything. Any clip you cut. Well, later on in the clip, he sounded a little more optimistic. Yeah, but in a point we played the clip, he didn't. That's the point. Biden does. They even note this. This is hilarious. Ryan Bort. Again, zero dignity human being. I, can you imagine being the parents of this guy? Biden does look a little confused in the first clip, but here here he gets in his head here, which is Matt, Ryan Bort, Karnak, I am Karnak from the Johnny Cusser show, he says, but it's only because he's looking for someone, perhaps Interior Secretary Deb Hyland. He doesn't know that. He has no idea. Biden could have been lost and looking for someone because no one was paying attention to him and he was lost. He has no idea. None. Then he goes, the second clip ends right before Biden gets Obama's attention and introduces him to someone. That's the point, a-hole. The point is, he's desperately trying to get Obama's, Obama's attention and he's ignoring him. How is that doctored? Here's the cut right here. Please tell me how this is doctored. Biden is trying to get Obama's attention and Obama is either ignoring him or doesn't hear him and it looks hapless. This is not doctored. Check this out. So I'm asking you a favor. Now that you know Ryan Zero Dignity, Ryan Bort um, and Rolling Stone, that they're concerned about putting out this very real, authentic tape of Biden appearing lost, trying to get Obama's attention. Now it's your job to go and to spread it around even more. Because the minute they tell you what they're afraid of, they tell you that it's a concern to them that Biden is, in fact, lost. They know he's lost and they don't want it out there. But it's not just that. I saw another one. The Hunter Biden story is really getting under their skin. How do I know it? Again, I always go to the fact checkers. Whenever a goofball clown like Glenn Kessler at The Washington Post starts to tweet or write about something, you can be guaranteed the left is concerned and they call in their fact checker brigade to try to make a story go away. Washington Post unraveling the tale of Hunter Biden and a $3.5 million from Russia. This piece is a new, I mean, of all the levels of dumb, this is like a 98.6 on a one to 100 scale. This Glenn, I mean, I know he's like, it's what do you expect? But this one's epic. So uh, to, to, to tighten this thing up, there is a payment that went from the, the, uh, The Moscow mayor's wife, Buda I think her name was, the Moscow mayor's wife to a company Hunter Biden was affiliated with. It was a $3.5 million payment. So it sounds like a Russian payment to me. Now, Kessler must, because he's a full-time Democrat operative, he has to have this story go away. Why? Because Russia attacking Ukraine right now, the politics of this look even worse than the Ukraine or China deal. So of course, Glenn Kessler, being a political activist... He's like, listen, he's trying to make it seem like there's no evidence at all this $3.5 million payment could have wound up in Hunter's wallet. He does nothing of the sort in his fact check. Matter of fact, if anything, he acknowledges that $800,000 of the payment could have gone into the bank account. Here, wait, go back. He says, talking about the $3.5 million payment, he says, there's also no sign of a $3.5 million payment in Hunter Biden's reported income for 2014. The year of the wire transfer. Hold on. Oh my gosh. So he may not, the whole payment may not have went to him and he may not have filed it as return. Oh, I mean the sex tape guy, why would he file it? That? That's definitely evidence. It didn't happen. A hundred percent. This is a fact checker. He goes on that year. He reported earning almost 1.25 million. Oh, 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 okay. According to information contained in a verified laptop email, he said to his lawyer, the email said 400,000 of the income was related to his board seat at Burisma, a Ukrainian gas company. Huh. Wait, leave that up, please. So he made 400K, according to his own email, from an unquestionably corrupt deal at this point at Burisma. Right? He made 400,000 from that. Right. He has 1.25 million in income which leaves us by my count about 800,000 missing and Glenn Kessler's fact checking that he made, he he had no benefit whatsoever from the three and a half million dollar payment because it didn't describe it specifically on his tax return. Folks. Again, um, if, if you read these clown jokers like Glenn Kessler and whatever the goofball's name, at Rolling Stone was, and you take them seriously. I can't recommend in strong enough terms, please, that you seek psychological assistance. I'm not kidding. You're really legitimately a moron. There's 800,000 missing dollars. There's a $3.5 million payment to a company Hunter Biden at some point was affiliated with, with his business partner. And you're fact-checking it, claiming, oh no, it didn't go to, I mean, it really, at this point, is just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Glenn, just find a new line of work, please. Yeah, right, right. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that Joe. He brought up a good point. The same laptop they claim was Russian disinformation. Glenn's now using to discredit a story. He fails to discredit by acknowledging 800,000 still missing. It's just like, you can't, you can't, you couldn't pay a ticket for admission to this clown show. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. Here's what I got coming up. I warned you about the mayor of New York City. I warned you. I also got the dossier Ukraine story I opened up the show with. I wanted as an angle on this, a source gave me that I, he's spot on. And then I got the questions for Dan. We got some good ones. Um, please don't miss my show. Tomorrow, unfiltered, Saturday at nine. I've got Governor Ron DeSantis on. I've got a huge segment on the vaccine. We, had a, we got a, Dr. McCullough had a cancel, but we got, uh, we've got another guest. I think you're going to be really, really interested in what he has to say about the vaccine. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m., Surprise there. and again, Don't miss it. Uh, Eastern time tomorrow, Saturday. So just quickly, I warned you um, about Eric Adams from um, New York. Eric Adams has lost his mind. There's a Fox article in the newsletter today complaining about Eric Adams. Uh, it's, a, it's called a Goodwill from Eric Adams Fading as New Yorkers Fear a Woke Empty Suit. Folks, listen. You may be saying, well, why does what happens in New York affect me? I'm listening in Australia, California, because, folks, the wokeism that's infected Eric Adams is a disease making its way around the world. What happens in New York happens everywhere. When New York sneezes, the whole world gets a cold. Some of you get that. This is usually about the the economy in the United States, but you get the point. I told you this guy was a radical leftist. I was a police officer when he was. The guy had a reputation for, uh, if you know what I mean, Joe, uh, having a magnetic attraction to cameras. All he wanted to do was be seen on camera. He's out there partying. He's masking kids. He's complaining about the Florida law while crime is out of control in his city. I warned you about this guy. New Yorkers are sick of him already. He's only been in office, what, a couple months now. I told you. I told you on Fox and Friends, right when he got into office, I know this guy. The guy's a joker. All he wants to do is get in front of the camera and look like the guy. You don't get worse from this point out. Sadly, I promise you that. Okay, let me get to this story because my source, the great almighty 279, one of the best sources ever, for those of you who are regular listeners to my podcast, you know who I'm talking about. He's been a great source to me from the law enforcement side. He picked out something fascinating. You know, folks, we we, we know the collusion thing was a hoax, obviously, but one of the components used to establish this Donald Trump's colluding with the Russians garbage nonsense at Hillary her lawyer and a DNC lawyer, Michael Sussman, uh, who's, under, uh, who's under an indictment now. Um, one of the things that they did to push this Trump's colluding with the Russia hoax, forgive me for recounting this, but it's important, is that Trump Tower had a server that was communicating with a bank in Russia that was connected to Putin. Now, Michael Sussman, again, is a DNC or Hillary Clinton lawyer. He's been charged with lying to the FBI. Because he went to the FBI with this information about the Trump Tower connection to Alpha Bank. He went to the FBI with the information and he claimed, according to his own texts that were released yesterday, that he wasn't there on behalf of any client. In other words, like it was just an act of benevolence or goodwill, right? I want you to pay very close attention to this Margot Cleveland piece. It's in the newsletter today. Five takeaways from the newly filed motions in the special counsel Sussman case. Note the date of the meeting with FBI General Counsel James Baker, September 19th, 2016, where Cleveland notes that Sussman, the DNC Hillary lawyer, provided Baker from the FBI with data and white papers purporting to establish a secret communication network between Trump and the Russia-based Alpha Bank. My man 279er was going through the actual dossier. Dossier was a series of memos, right? And he picked out a fascinating, one. what is it, 112? Pull up the dossier, if you would. My man 279er has pieces highlighted from it. You'll note um, that this company report, 112, this is the dossier from Christopher Steele and his sources, right? It goes into how you can see at the top how, alpha, he spells alpha wrong, by the way. It's A-L-F-A. He spells it alpha, uh, A-L-P-H-A. They say top-level Russian officials confirm the closeness of Alpha and Vladimir Putin. Goes on and on. Flip through the pages, if you would. You can see some of them. Alpha's on good terms with Putin. The dossier goes on and on. But you'll notice there's something suspiciously missing, as 279er pointed out. She keeps going through. Go to the end. I want to show you something here in the end. Trump's name isn't in this at all. This dossier, this report 112 from the dossier, which is a series of reports, Notes only about how Vladimir Putin is super close to Alpha. Who knows whether this is true or all. I mean, they, they, Steele and his team appear to make a lot of this stuff up. But Trump's name isn't in there. Look at the date on the last page of this dossier report. September 14, 2016. Just days before the Hillary Clinton-connected lawyer meets with the FBI to tell him, Trump Towers connected to Alpha Bank by the secret Communications Channel what does that tell you folks follow the money follow the money Hillary Clinton clearly her team paid paid Christopher Steele to fabricate a report about Vladimir Putin's connection to this Alpha Bank just days before they planned to go to the FBI and say Trump was connected to the same Alpha Bank It's just days before, man. You think it's a coincidence? And once this was uncovered, now does it make sense why they have to hide now the Hunter Biden Ukraine channel? As my man uh, 279er notes, it's kind of strange how the Hunter Biden angle, they keep talking about China once in a while about Moscow, but they don't mention the Ukraine angle. Why is that? Well, it's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want you to talk about Hunter Biden and his corrupt seat on Bisma and the Ukraine uh, channel anymore because it would eviscerate their second story about the Trump-Ukraine impeachment. Trump apparently was calling Ukraine and talking to the Ukrainian president because he was well aware of all the corruption Hunter Biden and them were involved in. My book, Follow the Money, I describe how all of these scandals, Spygate, collusion, the Ukraine impeachment hoax are all related. It was the same people. You think that dossier report's a mistake? Hey, go cook up a connection between Putin and Alpha Bank. We're going to go to the FBI and tell them Trump's, Trump's connected to Alpha Bank. By the way, we're going to fabricate the connection. We're going to spoof some communication traffic between Trump Tower and Alpha Bank. Can you write up a report? Yeah, sure. You think that's just one big coincidence? By the way, make Steele look like I'm a, a, a disconnected from Trump, right? Oh, no, my report was just about Putin and Alpha Bank. All right, it's time for questions for Dan. All right. Hey, Dan. po 2020. Yeah, me too. Is lying to the American people protected under the First Amendment? Does freedom of the press mean they're free to lie, obfuscate, and cover up stories as they see fit? Yes, it does, po 2020. Sorry, that's just a fact. Yeah, as I say all the time, freedom of the press means they're free to be stupid. They take us up on the offer all the time. Next question. Matt and Pete, or Matt Pete. Hey, Dan, if you had to give out a Baghdad Bob Award to someone in the mainstream media, who would it be? Uh, Joy Reid. I mean, she's our gold medal, right? She's the gold medal winner, right? Yeah, yeah. Gee's a little torn on that, Joe. Why do you think it's a tough call? Joy, I mean, come on. Really, Joy is, I mean, Stelter's awful. Uh, Chuck Todd's awful. A lot of them are, Rachel Maddow is terrible. But, I mean, Joy Reid just never stops. Joy Reid just every single night. The insanity never ends. So That's, I'd have to yeah. give it out to Joy Reid. That's what I remember. I mean, we we gotta be consistent, guys. Come on, it's a show. If you didn't object to Joy Reed, get Joy Reed getting a gold medal in the dopey media talking head Olympics, you can't speak up now. It's like, you know, at a wedding. Speak <laughs> now or forever, forever hold your peace. You held your peace, so I'm sorry. If you have a complaint, lodge it with the HR department here. You know where it is. Paula, she's inside. So, all right. Hey, Dan. Three boy mom, okay. I have a son who will soon need to decide on a college to attend. I'm going through that right now. How can we do our due diligence to ensure the school we select has conservative values and isn't going to focus on the liberal indoctrination? Listen, this is a great question. I'm doing this now. Uh, Here's the, the easiest answer I can give to you in the limited amount of time we have. Go to the internet and just put in the college. My daughter's considering a few colleges now and just put, is this college liberal? You'll get a bunch of chat rooms. You'll get conservatives and liberals who chime in. Um, it's hard, but the hard reality of it is unless you're going to go to Hillsdale or Liberty, whatever school you go to is probably going to be dominated by liberals. The question isn't, are they dominated by liberals? It's how much are they dominated by liberals? I wish I had a different answer for you. Unfortunately, I don't. Here's another one. Uh, Hey, Dan, sushi band, Seven (laughs) Sixty. these names. I read them straight. I read them straight. Hey, Dan, love past Tuesday show. Thank you. As you described the power and influence of radical left leaders of outfits like BlackRock, which hold over, that show went crazy, that, that power they have over Disney. What recourse do these CEOs really have? Well, they have a lot. But the question isn't what recourse. I mean, the CEO can essentially, outside of anything illegal, do what they want with the company as long as they can get the board to buy in. Um, even if they don't get the board to buy in, they can challenge the board in many things. Problem is the board members, especially people like Elon Musk, who's on the board and has ten percent. You can do whatever you want as a CEO at Twitter, Parag, but if you do it and Elon Musk sells the stock, stock again, as I explained on the show on Tuesday, you know you lose your income because you're probably paid in stock options. So yeah, the CEO can do what they want, but the board can also you know humiliate them and and start to make decisions themselves, like selling some of their interests or leaving the board, which is embarrassing and is really bad PR. But a good question. I understand where you're coming from. Hey, Dan, at Mr. T. Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T, man? What was that? I pity the fool. Remember that? Fool. It was a pity the fool guy? Yeah, so many younger kids. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Watch Rocky Three. will see what I'm talking about. Hey, Dan, love the show. Never miss it. Thank you. Thanks for keeping us informed. I've added deadlifts to my workout routine. Good for you. In part due to your influence. Just be careful with them, please. I'm not your doctor. It's important. You can get hurt if you don't know what you're doing. When it's deadlift day, do you include any other exercises other than the deadlift? Listen, again, I can't emphasize enough. It's not some kind of like fake legal disclaimer. It's just out of because I got hurt bad doing deadlifts one time because I did them wrong. Make sure you watch a video on Rumble or elsewhere um, on how to properly do it. Start light, but I'm telling you the deadlift will transform Gee, wouldn't you agree? You're a CrossFit guy. The deadlift will transform your body. Now other stuff's important, but if I was in a prison and had one hour to work out one time a week. I, there's no question I would deadlift for the year. That's it. I do nothing else. Now, do I do other things? Yes. I always at the end of my deadlift workout, I do a lot of calf work, maybe five to eight sets of calf work. Um, the reason is I like to draw the blood into the legs because a deadlift is a leg and and glute and lower back exercise. So I like to draw some blood into the calves and through the leg. It, I think it helps. I mean, I could be crazy. But I do, I do a little calf work. But no, I don't do anything else other than that because it is very, very exhausting deadlifts to your nervous system, extremely exhausting. I always take the day off after deadlifting and uh, I'd recommend you do the same unless you have some super recovery abilities. All right, next question. JP Clark, 71. In my opinion, the radical left is so successful because they're willing to boycott companies like Disney. Why do most conservative hosts always say they don't believe in boycotting? I did at one point. I'm not going to spin your wheels. I said at one point. Remember, Joey's boycotting, it's stupid. It's economically inefficient. Um, I changed my mind on that because I really thought at one point, naively so, that we were dealing with sane people that once they figured out how terrible boycotting was for the economy, they come around. No, they don't. They want to see you suffer. And uh, the only way to get them to see the the, the uh, nonsense that they're doing is to force them to take the syrup of Ipecac too. Why do other conservative hosts? Um, I don't know. Sean Hannity who's a per- close personal friend of mine. He's never supported boycotts. And he says he never will. I applaud him on the principle of it, but I, we disagree. And that's okay. Sean and I are good friends. Uh, but he's said that his entire career and he's never changed it. So he's a principal guy. He've, I, I just think the principle behind it's wrong, but that's He's not going to change his mind. And that's okay. We're, you know, we're conservatives. We don't like yell at each other like liberals for differences. Uh, hey, Dan, this is at Locals with L. Why should we trust Elon Musk? I can't help but feel he has a hidden agenda. It's not in the best interest of conservatives. Who said we should trust them? I didn't say that. I don't know who's telling you that. I I like Elon Musk. I like the fact that he's an entrepreneur, but I trust no one in this movement. I live by the uh, Reagan ethos. Trust, but verify. If you trust them, there should be no but, right? That was the joke. Trust, but verify. I verify. Musk does things that turn Twitter in the course of free speech. Great. I don't trust anyone. You shouldn't either. I agree with you. I was always an agenda. The question is, whose agenda is it? What's that agenda about? And how does it benefit us? Is that the last question? All right. Last question. Thank you, Guy. Please don't miss my show tomorrow. I got Ron DeSantis, our good friend, Pete Hegseth. I got a section on the vaccine we're going to cover. And something you may not have heard about about the vaccine. Hearing problems now? This is like the story never. I got a doctor on to talk about that. Got Ron DeSantis again. I bet the uh, the whole Disney debacle and his war with New York. Don't miss the show. Unfiltered tomorrow night. Set your DVR Saturday at 9. And I will see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.